tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Good evening and welcome to News Night. In the next 60 minutes. Sent him to the regional police headquarters. And the crime officer directed that he's with the crime officer. They are cautioning him, he's writing a statement. And if possible, there's time, we might go to court today. Swami Konswensi, youth organizer of the NDC, charged and detained by police in the Ashanti region for inciting political violence. We are not in any way going to be intimidated by the police and the arrest. All we're expecting them to do is to extend equal measure to the MPP. We have details as the governing New Patriotic Party calls for his immediate prosecution. We believe his threats are not in isolation. He is inspired by the MD NDC's presumptive leader, the former president John Dramani Mahama, who publicly touted the NDC's credentials. Quote, NDC has revolutionary roots. Also tonight, push for full-scale forensic and pathological probe to establish whether 32-year-old Shadrach Alo actually died because eight bags of cannabis blocked his airway. So my stand is because our, uh, they didn't wait for our doc doctor to come inside the, the, the operation, I will not accept it. My family too, they are saying they will not accept whatever they brought out. We have details plus here the views of a pathologist and the member of parliament for the area who wants an independent probe. I'm still asking the IGP to bring those uh, officers that were there that day to books because they are equally responsible. They are unprofessionalism, the negligence and their bad policing led to the death, contributed to the okay. death of this young man. Also tonight, the inside story of how Dr. Kaysela Tofosing became the new NDC minority leader in parliament. But I took it like a call to duty. And um, did you see it coming? No, no. So this must have been a surprise to you, no, was it? I was, really. In fact, it shook me. We have exclusive details as a new minority leader opens up uh, in his first public interview on PM Express to be aired later tonight. Plus, it's a reshuffle imminent in the majority MPP leadership in Parliament. I don't know. That the party or the president had come, come discussed this? Well, I've not had any discussion with myself from anybody. But have you been told about those conversations? Well... I have not been told as an adage. Okay, so you've heard, but you choose not to hear. We have business. And government pays domestic debt exchange program subscription as about 60% as at last night. And also tonight, Ghana's embassy in Turkey links up with rescue teams on the frantic search for the whereabouts of former Black Star winger Christian Nachu, reportedly missing 26 hours after his rescue from a 7.8 magnitude quick rubble. Now the question is, which hospital has he been sent to? And we are working for... Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. With the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to find out which hospital he has been sent to. Meanwhile, the death toll surpasses 11,000. We have details of that and more here on Newsnight. Please do join us with your thoughts and comments. Is via WhatsApp is 055-11-11-997. I am MFA Apau. And I am Evans Spencer. Details after this. Enterprise Insurance would dear Womu Promonana. Hey, what's it? <laughs> Four coupons. Vom. Washing machine. Vom. Car washer. Vom. Baby. Vom. Obiadia. Vom. Buy or renew your existing motor insurance policy and win instant rewards such as fuel coupons and branded gift items in this year's Udia Women Motor Insurance promo. You can also win an iPhone 14, front load washing machine, high pressure car washer, vacuum cleaner, and an auto tie inflator during the monthly raffles and the slick crutch rocket motorbike at the end of the six months promotion. Make you no slacku. <laughs> Call your insurance broker, agent, or visit any enterprise insurance branch and get your reward now. You can also call us on 0302-634-777. This promo is in partnership with NLA on the Characters platform. Terms and conditions apply. Enterprise, your advantage. Thanks for staying with us here. We start off this evening from the Ashanti region. Police there have tonight arrested, charged and detained the Swami Constituent Youth Organizer of the NDC for inciting political violence. Razak Kwampa, in an interview with a Kumasi-based TV station, urged NDC supporters to attack NPP supporters during the 2024 elections. The regional leadership of the NDC earlier today handed Razak Kwampa to the police for investigation. Well, this comes after a police statement declaring him one Nana Ojima has been following this for us. He joins us on the line. Nana, so tell us um, how this all happened today. So the information I have gathered so far is that yesterday the executives of the NDC in the Ashanti region uh, were at the central police station to have some deliberations with the police over the press release that came out um, declaring Mr. Kwampa wanted now, um, the police promised that they will, um, the NDC executives promised that they will ensure that they bring him to the police the following day, which is today. So this morning around 10 a.m., Mr. Kompa, um together with some of the leadership of the NDC in the Ashanti region and some party supporters, went to the central police station and they were later referred to the Centreso District Police Station where... Um, the complex caution statement was taken and detained um, by the police. Well, you got to interact with the youth organizer's lawyer, Evan Samankwa. What exactly has he been telling you? So according to him, the, sus- the suspect is in high spirit and the suspect says that um, he, 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 he meant all that he said, but he's not expecting the um, party supporters to do exactly what he said even though he stands by his statement that they should defend the party with their lives taking caution statement and charge statement has also been taken uh, they charged him with offensive conduct 
and we were to go to court. But unfortunately, after the statement, we realized that uh, time has far been spent, so we agreed to go to court tomorrow. I must say and commend the original police command and the Sofulai police uh, service. They have put up a very good professional conduct, but we believe that those things that have been said by people are equally culpable. So if they are arresting anybody coming from MDC, then they should as well take steps to arrest people who are also from the NPP so that the issue of selective justice will not happen in this country. We would cooperate with the law. We are not perturbed about the detention of our brother here. No, he will be in South till tomorrow. He's not worried. He's not in any way perturbed about it, but he has no intention of destabilizing the peace of this nation. That is not his intentions. That has never been an intention, and that is his statement. He was encouraging the people of Swami constituency, the kind of maltreatment that MPP people have been mated to the people of MDC in Swami constituency, and he was encouraging them. Well, so that's um, his lawyer, Evan Samankwa. It appears that uh, Razak uh, Kwampa enjoyed the company of the high-powered delegation from the NDC in the region. But tell us, we know that the organizer was also there, Joseph Yamin. He also got to address the press. What did he say? So according to Mr. Yamin, whenever the police or um, the case will come up in court, he will make sure that he comes with the supporters of the party and also ensure that they stand by Mr. Kwampa, so the issue is over. We are not in any way going to be intimidated by the police and the arrest. You see us must up here, we'll be coming any time the police takes an action. But what we're expecting them to do is to extend equal measure to the MPP. They arrested, okay, we brought him, because they intercepted a viral video. As I speak on my phone, I have four viral, I mean, videos that will go viral any moment from now, from the MPP side. And we're expecting the IGP to issue a statement for the arrest of these MPP individuals. Yes. We're expecting it from tomorrow. If they can go after NBC people because they have intercepted viral videos, then they should be prepared to pick the MPP before we make a statement. But I'm very sure that tomorrow the court will have no, no powers to detain our brother because the court deals with precedents. Kennedy and Japan made a statement some time back. The court said he had no locus. And I thought that the police could stand on this and caution our brother and advise him. It is not always that the police should be arresting. The police is also there to educate and also to uh, advise. But here they took a stand and I don't know why they want to do selective justice here. We will cooperate, but we want to assure them that we are not going to be intimidated. Yes. What is our right will be our right. Yes. We are going to do it. So we'll wait for tomorrow. I'm very sure that he will go to court and the court will grant him bail. 
Well, so that's a um, national organizer of the NDC, Joseph Yamin. But if you're listening and you're wondering what exactly uh, Razak Kuampa said, um, he spoke in tree, but my colleague uh, Nanaya Ojima uh, has been listening to that. Nanaya, paraphrase to us what exactly he said, for which reason the police is after him. So in brief, what he is saying is that um, he is telling the other youth organizers serving under him to um, prepare their men to face the NPP squarely, whatever they would have to do to ensure that they win power for the NDC in the next election, they should do it. And he went ahead to use some words that I cannot repeat on radio. Thank you very much. And that's my colleague, Nanaya Ojima. Well, the NPP have been addressing a press conference today, and that issue um, came up. My colleague, Maxo Agbaba, was at the press conference and joins us in studio. So, Maxo, what really were the concerns of the NPP when it comes to this particular issue? Well, for the NPP, um, they're saying that this statement can jeopardize the 2024 um, elections and can throw this country um, into chaos. Um, the com National Communications Director of the NPP, Richard Ahiagba, says that if the NDC does not condemn the statement, what it appears on the surface of it is that it has a tacit approval of the leadership of the party. So he wants the party to first denounce the statement and then sack this uh, constituency executive who's involved. Ladies and gentlemen, we believe this about the NDC, that the statement that the youth organizer made is not in isolation. Or did he misspoke? He is clear-eyed about what he was saying. His remarks reflect the culture and ethos of the NDC. We expect the police and the courts to bring the, the Swami Youth Organizer to justice very quickly to deter others who might be harboring similar violent and delinquent thoughts in the NDC. We demand the NDC to un unreservedly disavow, disassociate, and expel this young man from their party without delay. That's the only point you can begin to take the NDC seriously about these comments that the young man has made as though that they are not shielding him and they really want to discourage such commentary in our politics. Nothing short of this, ladies and gentlemen, will suffice. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot discard or discount these utterances as vain talk. This individual you just heard is coherent. It clearly appears that he knows what he's saying and understands what he's saying and knows what outcome he's expecting. It is dangerous to put it mildly. Ladies and gentlemen, what is more dangerous, perhaps more egregious, is the NDC's failure to condemn and disassociate itself from these statements, but rather chooses to rationalize it. We cannot accept this as an ordinary misguided statement because, as I indicated earlier, it is too coherent to be taking less seriously. Besides, we believe his threats are not in isolation. He is inspired by the MD NDC's presumptive leader, the former President John Dramani Mahama, who publicly touted the NDC's credentials. Quote, NDC has revolutionary roots, and when it comes to unleashing violence, no one can beat us to it. Former President John Dramani Mahama and the NDC demonstrated this through their actions after the loss of the 2020 presidential elections. 
So that's uh, Richard Ahiangba on this particular issue. So as it stands now, the gentleman has been detained, he's been exactly. charged, and he's been prepared for court tomorrow. There's an yeah. issue that we'll be following up on. But it, it looks like that's not the only issue uh, that mm. this press conference sought to address. Tell us more. Well, they've been talking about the Auditor General's COVID um, expenditure um, report. Um, Richard Ahiangba may raise some concerns about audit protocol breaches, which he says has created a false impression of wrongdoing. Um, he specifically mentioned um, the issue about some staff of the information ministry receiving allowance during uh, lockdown. lockdown and then um, the issue of the $81 million of um, vaccines which were never delivered. Mm -hmm. He says if the Auditor General had done an exit conference after the auditing, they would have realized that indeed the issues that the Ministry of Health raised about storage and other issues would have come up and they wouldn't have flagged you know, um, that payment. We can hear him. Friends from the media, the $120 million expended through the UNICEF AVAT platform to procure some 16.9 million Johnson & Johnson vaccines should not have been flagged, given effective communication. This would come to light if this would have come to light if officials had worked diligently. As it turned out, the Ministry of Health has agreed to a delivery schedule tied to the domestic uptake of the vaccine. Therefore, the $81 million flagged by the auditors is not lost to the state, and everybody knows that. The infraction cited against the Ministry of Information which the NDC appears to be hopping on, is a product of a breach of the regular audit procedure. Ideally, the audit service would typically organize an exit conference to discuss their findings and allow the agency uh, the opportunity to clarify where necessary. However, this was not done. In a letter, the ministry, in a letter by the, the Minister of Information to the auditors, it detailed the, the explanations to justify the basis for that expenditure to the audit. But now the truth would not matter because the NDC has taken off already with this false impression that something had been done wrong in that case when indeed it was a question of breach of procedure. At least, ladies and gentlemen, you know today and so you can correct the NDC when they make those false claims in your studios. And that there is the NPP's Director of Communications and talking about the COVID expenditure parliament uh, will be soon beginning a public hearing uh, into that on the back of the Auditor General report. So listening to News Night is on Joy 99.7 FM and let's stay with politics. And tonight we are getting the inside story of how Dr. Keisha Latofosin became the new NDC minority leader. Well, he's been granting an exclusive interview to PM Express, which will be played in full at 9 p.m. on the Joy News channel. It talks about how he got the word, but also how he never uh, really campaigned for that position and uh, how he had to uh, call Harun Edrisu on the back of that because of the peculiar relationship that they had, but also revealing who made the call to him uh, giving him that position and his reaction uh, to it. Listen. Um, I was told the night before. The night before when the world knew. Yes. We, we knew in the morning, I think it was a Thursday morning. Yes. So, so you knew the Wednesday? The Wednesday. Okay. So, and um, I mean, it's a decision that the party had made. 
so they were informing me not for me to make a choice as to whether I am going to accept it or not to accept it but I took it like a call to duty and um, did you see it coming no no so this must have been a surprise no, was it? I was really in fact it shook me by surprise it took me by surprise but what I I've told you earlier that I adapt so easily and that's my biggest strength and it doesn't take me more than a couple of minutes to adapt so I sat back and said hey that's interesting that you didn't see it coming I didn't see it this coming. must have been uh, a ball from the blue for you was let me it? put it this way if there is any person in this house who have worked so hard for honorable Haruna and worked to him I don't think there'll be two people more than me okay my loyalty to him is unquestionable i've loved him in fact i'm a product of his leadership because he gave me room to work and to excel it's not every leader who will give his rank and opportunity to excel that magnitude so and i work to him i go to him every morning sit him down and brief him on a daily basis first thing i do i get to parliament before nine, walk straight to his office, he'll be there, we'll have our small meeting, brief him for the day, and then we disperse, then he goes to the floor. So we have that cohesion. Uh, so when I was told, my first concern was, is he aware of it? Mm. And how will he feel? But Honorable Haruna knows that I've never wished for his job. But at the point in time, one person will have to stand up and do uh, something for the caucus. So I happen to be the one to do it. And I think it's an honor for me to step in a very big shoe of my predecessor, the Honorable Harry mm. so. Was it a phone call and a face-to-face -face meeting? Oh, it's face-to-face -face meeting. Face -to -face. Yes, face-to-face. Uh, -face should meeting. I guess that it was uh, Asiri Ketia who called you? Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Um, the party has leadership. Yes, yes. And then told you, I mean, yes. so when they called you and driving over, you're wondering, or do you have you had a hint when you're driving? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a big decision. Um, the party took a big decision. They believe it's a right decision. They think where we get into, they need a dif different general to take us to that kind of war. That's how I interpreted it. Um, Honorable Haruna has done his bit and done it very well. Um, his successes are out there for everybody to see. You say you're a product of his leadership. And, 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 and clearly, clearly um, time has come for a new general to step in the fight. Uh, I recognize that. and. Um, Honestly, I take it as an opportunity to also step in and to lead the party. Did you call him because you were, you were I called was, him immediately. Okay. I called him immediately. I was told that as soon as I left the place, uh, okay. I, I placed a phone call to him. That, was he aware before you called? I think he has also just been told okay. that um, that has been done. Did he give you uh, blessing immediately, or he was? Oh, as I said, me and Honorable Haruna, we are very close and. I, I, I don't think anything can come between us uh, uh, much, but me so much. So there's, you can see pictures between the two of us and the body language yes, and kind yes, of yes. thing. Uh, I mean, we, the census the, the yes, committee yes, yes, was, 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 was the are, last one where you... We are so close. I mean, we are brothers. He's my senior brother. Mm. He, he counsels me daily and that kind of thing. So um, it has to happen. It has 
And you recall there was a major division uh, in the ranks of the minority in parliament on the back of his appointment. Well, he speaks to that. He speaks to uh, the activity of the uh, 70-plus rebel NDC MPs who uh, opposed it and asked for it, in some cases, to be reversed. He, he speaks to that. That, that. Is he bearing in it, Grudges? Uh, is he, has he forgiven them? You want to find out at 9 p.m. on the John News channel. It's also going to be live on the uh, our many social media pages. Also on myjoyonline.com, an exclusive with uh, Case Letter Forcing. Well, I'm sure the issue about his case in court oh, yes. and leading uh, the minority uh, came up. Don't tell me. I, oh, yeah, I would yeah, want maybe. to that, that, that hear was, him that was, respond to it. That was an interesting answer to that question because it, it turns out that the, his first day mm -hmm. on the job... He had to be in court. He had to be in court and shuffle between the court and parliament, parliament. to come and you know, start work. And so the question to him was, you know, wouldn't this affect him? Wouldn't it distract him? He had a very interesting answer to it. And, hmm. uh, you want to just tune in and watch and listen to what yeah, he has to say. He has, has a say. plan as to how he's going to work with the former leadership. Well, he, he detailed this plan, actually. Okay. And, you know, yesterday, thankfully, I also spoke to Chaymin Sabongsu. And Chaymin Sabongsu was glowing in his mm -hmm. description of him. He says he's more than a brother. But Dr. Tuforsing had a different answer mm. when I asked him about that. I, 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 I felt that answer was, was a very interesting one. And if uh, the minority leader, if the majority leader is listening, I will encourage him to watch at 9 p.m. to hear the man on the opposite side now who will be uh, dealing with him. Now, talking about Chamin Sabonsu, mm -hmm. he was on PM Express yesterday as well. Mm -hmm. He took his stand on PM Express. You know, there have been a lot of rumor that the, there, is, there is an impending reshuffle in the ranks of the majority as well. And he's been dropping certain hints as well. He's been um, dropping certain hints it. about it. He, he actually delivered a proverb mm -hmm. that answers the question in a way. You're able to t tell us what the proverb is? Well, listen <laughs> and, and, and judge for yourself. I don't know. Is there reshuffle any often? I don't know. It doesn't rest with me. The decision is for the party. Has, because we are hearing that that has been mooted already. I don't know. You do know? I don't know. That the party or the president had come, come discussed this? Well, I've not had any discussion with myself from anybody. But have you been told about those conversations? Well, I have not been told. But you're aware that conversation has been had at some point, at some level? The I can't have it. As an Okay, so you've heard, but you choose not to hear. Am, am I interpreting that, that proverb right? I'm not adding anything to it. I'm not repeating it. I mean, for those who don't understand people, because this is a very deep tree proverb. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean that, yes, I have heard, but I haven't heard. You asked me the question. I told you I have not had that conversation with anybody. And nobody had also had that conversation with me. Mm. And you are pressing on. I said, Penny, do you mind that is it. I'm just hoping that you could help us with interpretation. Let your hope abate. Can we go on? But the, the, <laughs> the reason I've heard that that has been mooted is a reason that Asinukatia also gave for Aveji's removal. That's... That Aveji had said he isn't running again yes. in the next election. Something yes. you've told me. Yes. And Asinukatia believes if you make that statement and you're no longer in the game, um, then it makes sense 
to get somebody else in the seat who obviously will be keen on retaining his own seat in the next elections and therefore by extension um, better advocate the party's cause as well. Well, those of them that have come on board, have we heard any of them tell you that they are not going to contest? So can you use that as an excuse in any event? If the person says that he's not going to contest, does he divest himself of the party's interest? I'm not sure. So, MFR Paul, uh, I was asking you before I played it, mm -hmm. the question about is there an impending reshuffle that will see the removal of Chairman Sabunsa as major leader? And he answers that question with a proverb. What's the proverb again? Honestly, but... He told you. Pinin dia mante mante. What does that mean? Okay, so um, I speak a little bit of chi, so mm -hmm. I can explain. Okay. So it says that it looks like an, a mature adult in a house or a setting or in a society and sees and hears the things that happen but decides not to talk about it. It does not mean he's not aware of what is going on. Mm -hmm. He's aware but has taken a decision not to speak about it. Mm -hmm. But his thoughts and every decision is in his head. <laughs> is that what it is? More like. More like, okay. So in other words, he was telling me that he knows yeah. there are moves to remove him. Mm -hmm. But his plan is in his head. Yeah. I mean, but on Lucas would say that the penny in the house is not doing anything about it. That's what they think. Or mm. those who are looking on will say that ah. this is an adult in our setting and it's not doing anything about it. But as a mature adult, he knows he what knows. is going on, but at the right time, we'll speak about Interesting. it. Interesting. Well, the NDC had his own reshuffle, which saw the removal of Aaron Andrews. So we talked about that with that exclusive that you can tune in at nine and, and watch on the Johnny's channel. But among others, they were accused of being too friendly uh, with the MPP bunch. That's why many argue that Aaron Andrews and co were removed. So how cozy should leaders in parliament get? Here is Major Leader Osechi Mensabonsu again. We become more like uh, brothers than friends. I well, that's too cozy. Very suspiciously cozy. How suspicious? I mean, two sides. You work. You work. You work to facilitate the work of government business. You must find that relationship with them, so you're able to talk to him, uh, to let him appreciate where you are coming from, and he can also trust you. So you build that relationship. You know, Haruna, when he disagrees with you, he'll tell you, uh, leader, this one, uh, the, pos the policy position of this of my party is that we are opposed to it. He'll tell you, hey, this one, I'll disagree with you. Bring your troops. I'll disagree with you. That's it. So I go to Tamale. He organizes Caesar for me to eat. And sometimes he even houses me in the, in the hotel. That's how friends are. I woke up when he was the, the majority leader. Anytime he came to Kumasi, I was a minority leader. I will take him to a sport, and then we, 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 we drink together. I mean, that's how we're able to build confidence and trust and move the agenda of, of parliament forward. Ama Kofibua, even before he came into this position, I'd indicated to him that, or oh, I'd heard that um, there is a beautiful hotel in the Western region. It is consistency. And he has turned a hand to me. He said, look, come stay for four days. I'll pay for it. It'll be at my, bring your family. I mean, that's how we are supposed to. Because, I mean, this is relevant because in the midst of this change, there's some 
who actually expressed a view in the NDC that the change was necessary because they were sold out. The NDC was sold out. Nothing, and that they were too cold. Nothing, nothing of the sort has ever happened between me and Aruna. Alpha Mundaka, he was lately criticizing me for things that I had not done. But that's, that's different. So what would I do to buy of Mundaka or buy a veggie? I mean, nothing of the sort happened. But because we are seen together, Alban, when he was the, the majority, majority leader, we were, we, were, we were close buddies to the extent that when he was in trouble, his constituency, parliament moved there. Yeah. And I spoke for him. So that's the majority leader, Oseti Mensabuz. That's full interview. It's also available on all our YouTube channels and social media platforms. But watch out for this evening's interview with Dr. Kiesel at Forcing. And uh, it's an all bed all uh, kind of interview. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd want to catch it. But still to come here on Newsnight, Ghana's embassy in Turkey links up with rescue teams on a frantic search for the whereabouts of former Black Star winger Christian Achu. Now the question is, which hospital has he been sent to? And we are working feverishly with the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to find out which hospital he has been sent to. Hmm. Well, the prayer continues. We'll have details of that. George? You know, it's a hope after that news, I think a couple of days yeah. ago, late evening, that he had been retrieved mm -hmm. um, and that he was alive has been sent to the hospital everybody reported it BBC had it you know it was global news and just to wake up this morning to hear a completely different story that yes he's still been uh, this is such still underway for him it's pretty heartbreaking don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You know, you know, sometimes when you follow these stories on the wires and disaster, sometimes you think they are far away from you. Yeah, but now when one of Somebody people you know, you know is caught up in, you feel so connected and you're, you're monitoring developments there, you know, kids are being brought out and all the rest. Mm -hmm. And it hits you sometimes, even though you might not be very close to that person. Mm -hmm. If you join us after business, we'll take you to Turkey and uh, we'll hear from our sports techs. They've been working their sources uh, to give you the very latest. George, what's your headline? Well, Evans, coming up, government pecks domestic debt exchange program subscription as last night at about 60% interest and the National Petroleum Authority goes after 47 oil marketing companies over delays in paying 400 million Ghana cities in margins collected over two years. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Canopy. The other day, I visited Kweku at his spunky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secrets, hmm. 
He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764101 don't worry, it could be you, because it's the month of love. Samsung Love Office. Oh, it's actually cool. Go grab your Samsung AC fridges, television, sound bars, starting at 2,999 Ghana Samsung Love Office. More ways to love with gifts that says it best. Starting from now, all the way to Valentine to the end of February. Call 050-315-9739. It is the month of love. Play the game to get your Samsung freebies and vouchers. You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, government has indicated that it has secured about 60% participation in the domestic debt exchange program. Now, this is as of uh, last night. Now, this is what Joy Business has picked up from persons with knowledge of the offer. There is more in this report. This is based on results we've picked up last night, February 7, 2023. According to persons working on the offer, government could hit the 80% target come Friday. This is because some of the institutional investors were in the process of submitting their documents as of last night, and this could impact on the subscription numbers by the end of the week. According to government, it has witnessed high participation by all the major commercial banks, insurance firms, institutional bondholders, and even individual bondholders. Joy Business is learning that as of last night, it was only two of the major banks that had written for an extension to finalize their process today in terms of submitting their documents. The Ministry of Finance is also rejecting reports that it was forced to grant a three-day administrative window for bondholders under the program because it was struggling to get the required participation. However, sources say the program will not include pension funds. 
government has in the meantime indicated it will announce the results of the domestic debt exchange program on Monday, February 13. However, settlement will be done on Valentine's Day, that is 14 February 2023. Joy Business is also learning that closing the deal next week might help government in its quest to meet the first quarter ending target for securing an IMF board approval for Ghana's economic program. And that is the Business Dex Report. Meanwhile, the economist with GCB Capital, Courage Booty, says that this might fast-track Ghana's progress in securing IMF board approval for the country's program with the fund. The indication is that we've, we've achieved more than 50% participation and that when the processes are completed, based on what they are seeing, we could be getting closer to the target. If we achieve that, I think it will be an important milestone in the journey towards getting board level approval from the IMF. It's what we need at this time to begin to correct some of the imbalances in the economy. In my estimation, even anything around 55, 60, and even maximum 70% will represent good success. So for me, this sounds like a positive progress or some progress in, in the domestic debt exchange conversation. And we will all be looking forward to the, the 14th for settlement. Then we get a sense of what we achieved. Economist with GCB Capital Courage Boshi. Former president of the Ghana Association of Banks, Alassan Andani, is warning that credit extension to businesses might be hit badly this year. The warning is as a result of how liquidity and the capital of commercial banks have been impacted badly due to how the domestic debt exchange program is being implemented. Mr. Andani tells Joy Business banks may have to focus on targeted lending as they try to preserve their little capital available. I think at the moment, banks should prudently look after capital and they should look after liquidity. Liquidity primarily to respond to client deposit, deposit withdrawals. I wouldn't, if I was sitting there, I wouldn't be, at the moment, because of the poisoned economic environment, be making out credit. Unless, because I need to retain liquidity to respond to the earlier point you made. Keep the confidence at the deposited level high. Because if we lose that, everything would, would collapse. So it's about taking a second look at you know, what people borrow for mm. and, and to advise. And, and very, you know, with this kind of environment, those uh, strong cash flow, safe cash flow environment that will give you that kind of uh, interest expense and also still give you a profit will be far, far and few. Alasan Nandani is a former president of the Ghana Association of Banks. The National Petroleum Authority is going after 47 oil marketing companies over their refusal to pay margins collected, running into 400 million Ghana cities. Now, this is coming from the primary distributor's margin on every litre of petroleum products collected from 2019 to 2022. The authority is planning to start prosecuting these firms that are from February 22, and their names of the directors are also being published as well. The National Petroleum Authority Authority had earlier told Joy Business that they'll be doing everything to ensure that these monies are paid. Mohamed Kudus is the communications manager at the authority. So at any time that we determine that any of the set rules or, or, or conditions have not actually been adhered to or what has actually been um, reported to us does not turn out to be the case. We, 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 we have that capacity to get back at you and revoke your license. And mind you, before we do that, we normally would write to you 
and then gives you the opportunity to defend your case. And all of these uh, OMCs have actually been duly written to and the revocation of their life is actually in order. Obviously, obviously. We have offices across the regions and we are regularly on the pulse monitoring uh, uh, this outlet. And so whoever decides to flout the directive from the Nature Petroleum Authority will certainly be doing it at its own at its own risk. And the authority would not relent at all in having to come after an OMC who decides to flout what we have directed. Communications Manager at the National Petroleum Authority, Mohamed Abdul Kudus. Now, the export of cocoa could rake in $4.1 billion by 2025. That's according to the Minister of Information, Kojo Opon Nkrumah. Now, further indicated that revenue generated from this sector will play a critical role in terms of the economy and helping stabilize the Ghana city. He spoke at the launch of the 2023 National Chocolate Week. On the average, we are producing about 700 metric tons of cocoa per year since 2012. And it's estimated that the contribution of cocoa to Ghana's GDP will rise to about $4.1 billion by 2025. Cocoa is the third largest foreign exchange earner for the country after gold and crude oil. And revenues from the industry have been on the upward trajectory since 2019. Specifically in 2019, we earned about 2.2 billion, 2.3 billion in 2020, 2.8 billion in 2021, and we're hoping to grow some more. So you agree with me that the cocoa industry is playing a significant role in stabilizing the local currency, among many other things. Information Minister Kojo upon Nkrumah to the stock market. If you are a shareholder in GCB, the value of each share held was down by a peswa and is now worth three Ghana cities, 50 peswas. And that's all uh, for business on Newsnight. Back to you, Evans and MFA. George, thank you very much. And we are counting down now to Friday, right? Friday. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, and that will be the final closure of the uh, We hope program. so. And then by <laughs> on Valentine's Day, there will be. Apparently, we, we are hearing that there will be an announcement on Monday about how the, the, the whole thing has fed. Okay. And then there will be the settlement on Valentine's Day, that is Tuesday. Mm. So let's see how things go. Mm. Interesting developments. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, there is a push tonight for a full-scale forensic and pathological probe into circumstances leading to the death of 32-year-old Shadrach Alu. The police say his airway was blocked with a post-mortem examination revealing eight bags of cannabis were retrieved from his throat. Well, family of the deceased say this is an attempt to divert attention from the fact that Shadrach was brutalized by the police causing his death. Joseph Akable reports. They can't tell, this, this thing. They can't tell, they can't tell us that Nobody uh, 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 beats my brother to death. A distressed perpetual DDA cannot simply accept the latest from the police. She's busily speaking on the phone to friends and family members who are surprised and need answers. The latest update from the police claims the family had consented for an autopsy to be conducted. This examination is said to have revealed that Shadrach died as a result of a blocking of his airway. Eight bags of cannabis are said to have been retrieved from his throat. The family first disputes the claim of having consented for the autopsy to be conducted. They convinced my family to be uh, to to understand. So some of them agreed eventually. Yeah, yeah. I was not around. They, according to that, my sister, she said the doctor said she's he will not be around today. He's traveling, and I told him I told her that 
he is not the only uh, police doctor that can uh, operate on my brother. So if he is traveling, let him go. For the sake of justice, let him go. Then they should find another doc doctor that will uh, collaborate with our own doctor. What is the crime in this one? What is the rush for? So therefore, they eventually did the uh, autopsy. Perpetual alleges the cannabis could have been planted. If they are saying that they have done all investigations and whatever, he swallowed uh, weed, in uh, which is uh, wrapped in rubber, then they, fo they found uh, eight folded weed inside. Maybe some Ghana for say weed in Kuma. Weed, obi to me many weed, rubber. Rubber in Kuma, to me many easy, sir. Ah, the time that he was swallowing it, uh, 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 have they given us a uh, 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 footage of that time he was trying uh, swallowing the weed? And he didn't struggle. He swallowed the weed easily like that. So my stand is, because our, uh, they didn't wait for our doc doctor to come inside the, uh, the, uh, the operation, I will not accept it. My family too, they are saying they will not accept whatever they brought out. Somebody planted the weed inside his throat so that when our lawyer will be standing there, he will see that, oh, I've seen weed. Yes, I'm, I'm saying it. So they should provide how he was swallowing it. Because the whole, the whole uh, for justice to prevail, the whole more, the, uh, the, uh, they have a CCTV camera everywhere. And they are saying they captured all the ashes. So they should provide where the guy was able to swallow that substance, without struggling, without choking. The fight for justice continues as legal action against the attorney general and the police service remains the next line of action. Family. We are taking them to court and they will hear from us because we are not buying this. We indicated that they should allow us uh, bring our own doctor. And they said the doctor that, uh, the police doctor is that is going to do the autopsy is traveling. So they don't have patience mm -hmm. for us to bring our, our doctor. Even that day, the time, they, they, yesterday, the time they gave us was too early. Early in the morning, six o'clock. It can be that our doctor was stuck in uh, traffic. What is the rush for? Okay. What do you want to cover? Like, wh wh who are you covering up for? So we are we are still demanding justice. They they can't tell us that what they have uh, brought out is the, the 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 real fact of the issue. So everybody should forget the evidences we have we have seen in uh, on social media and all that. Well, we can hear from pathologist uh, Professor Osei Sampini, who says a more detailed report could be made available to the family. Usually, we allow interested parties to be present. The interested party, I don't, I mean, I, not all, they, uh, the whole family, no, we, they pick some reps within the family to be present. Mm. And then, if possible, the one who is probably accused also come, I mean, to the autopsy room. We eventually uh, do what we call um, a detailed report, very detailed report. On, how the man looked like, his height, his weight, is everything the doctor will state it. And that is where, um, if there's any doubt, then you can, you can probably challenge it. But whatever the doctor said verbally, it's written. It's not only saying verbally, because the doctor would have done something called verbal cause of death. And that verbal cause of death, in this instance, is a written by the police usually call it verbal cause of death. Okay. It's a written cause of death. That is the initial cause. But subsequent to that, what happened is what the doctor is going to stealthily write, and he's going to write pages, not one, not a paper. He's going to write pages of whatever has happened prior to the death of the of, the, of this uh, corporate. You understand? Okay. So he's right. going to write detailed mm. reports. So basically, mm. that's what the doctor is going to do when 
he submits that basic so the 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 detailed report to the to the to the AG's office, in fact, through the course, and then virtual lines on the table of the AG's office, and then they take a decision after all. Now, the professor or say something, he's a pathologist. Let's bring in uh, lawyer Francis Xavier Susu. He's lawyer for the family. We're grateful for your time here on Newsnight. So, from what you know so far, is the police statement an accurate reflection of what has transpired? Um, I think that uh, the police are being uh, disingenuous and uh, deliberately ordering facts to avoid liability. And that is quite unfortunate. I think that the police statement is sensitive uh, to the issue, and uh, uh, it's very, very disappointing. The reason is that you have initial uh, situation report that says um, the suspect will, I mean, take something out of his bag and swallow it. And then you have the fact before the owner's court repeating scene. So now my simple question is that in the performance of your duty as a police officer, when you have seen a suspect swallow something and you succeed in apprehending the suspect, what do you do with the suspect? Do you handcuff him, leave him on the floor, He's beating, he's staying, and finally, touches away. You remove the handcuffs, and then you let him rise there until a bystander takes this guy to the nearest uh, uh, hospital, only for him to be declared uh, dead uh, on arrival. So, in terms of causation, mm-hmm. it is not enough to even begin to speak to verbal forms of death as was um, uh, said by the, 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 uh, the as was by the autopsy report. And any lawyer, I mean, would know that autopsy reports are expert witness opinions. They are not even binding on a jury in a murder or manslaughter trial. You have video footage showing this young man handcuffed uh, I mean, on the floor, being teased, beating onto the person passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, so we've been hearing from the family lawyer on this. Um, they are contesting uh, the account of the police. They are heading to court. Do we know when exactly or what the way forward will be in this matter? Well, the way forward is contained in a statement that we get to release. The first one is that if the police fails to conduct um, a- an expansive investigation into this matter, we are petitioning charge as a first step for a full-scale human rights investigation into the matter so they can make appropriate recommendations because Shraj has a mandate to look at the facts as they unveiled. And then secondly, we are calling for the resignation of the IGP for the fact that he is failing to give an expansive investigation into the matter uh, and uh, as a way of covering up for police negligence leading to death of a suspect in their local custody then we are demanding that he will resign on that i mean on, on that note okay we're grateful uh, this is a story we'll definitely be following up on francis xavier's so swiss lawyer for the family we had to take him yes we do and we have some uh 
difficult, mm. heartbreaking story uh, to report about Christian Nachu, the Ghanaian footballer, a former Black Stars uh, player. And the BBC is reporting the last hour that uh, he, his whereabout is still unknown. Uh, they're now quoting the, 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 the manager of the club he plays for in Turkey, Hatta Sport, Valkin Damir, uh, who had said that, quote, uh, they have no news yet on either Achu or the sporting director, who both of them uh, still can be found. He says, quote, if they were in hospital, don't you think I would share this? Please don't be sure that he survived. This should not be written as he survived, uh, he had said. And BBC is reporting that tonight. Uh, joining us in the studio with more uh, is our colleague. Muftal Nabila. Muftal, you've been uh-huh. working your sources, trying to get the agent amongst others. Because yesterday we were so sure yeah. he had been found. We don't know what went wrong. But what's the latest? What are you hearing from the agent? Uh, oh, quite interesting. Um, just before I came to the studio, I spoke to the, the agent. And he was telling me that they had all relied on the information that was coming from the club. And... And so they asked a follow-up question. They asked the the club which hospital he had been taken to because they wanted to visit him. And that was when they realized that um, the earlier information that uh, they were given that he's been rescued was actually inaccurate. So since then, they've they've still been engaging the the club, they're engaging officials, and uh, they have absolutely no idea about the whereabouts of Christian Echu. That is what the, the agent told me just less than an hour ago. Hmm. Well, we can hear from uh, the ambassador, Francisca Chitodunchon. She's also deepening the uncertainty, confirming the mystery of Achu's whereabouts, but says the embassy is working hard to locate him. Not yet. You know, because of the uh, activity and should I say confusion around the area? What they have assured me is he was pulled out of the rubble, put in an ambulance. Now the question is, which hospital has he been sent to? And we are working feverishly with the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to find out which hospital he has been um, sent to so we can go and visit him. That's the situation now. So the Foreign Ministry here, together with um their agencies are trying to locate which hospital he has been sent to as the people the people are being sent to various hospitals right now i'm looking through they've sent me a list of over 200 people testing where they are and i'm going through the list to see if i can find a true but the longest short of it is the ministry of foreign affairs has assured us that they will find him and they will take us to him well, that's um, Ghana's ambassador to Turkey, Francisca Ashitio-Dunton. But really, I'm sure you're wondering, at what point mm. did we hear that he had been rescued and then what went wrong? What happened, really? Actually, um, it was after some 26 hours uh, following the the incident that uh, media reports uh, began saying that he's been found. And um, some had actually said the information started from his teammates mm-hmm. um, who had said that he's been found and that he's been rushed to the hospital. So when that happened, um, like I, I mentioned yesterday and even this evening, then I also uh, spoke to uh, the agent mm-hmm. uh, and he told me, uh, indeed, uh, they've, been, they've been told that the player has been found. And even the Ghana Football Association, also uh, tweeted that uh, they've gotten information from 
Um, Hot uh, uh, Yeah, thank you that he's been found. Even Calf also tweeted that he's been found. And yes, uh, for us to wake up today to hear different stories. And the club again said it was a mistaken identity. So we are wondering how their very own player they know so much. Um, they, yeah, uh, and, and, and uh, checking BBC, it was the club's own. Vice President Mustafa Ozat. Ozat, who spoke? Who yeah, spoke yeah. And, yeah, who spoke? And, and, and later he again said it was a mistaken identity. Wow. So if the club says it's a mistaken identity, then uh, it's quite quite difficult for everyone to to appreciate what is happening. But the search is still on. However. The search is still on. The mm. search is still on. And in fact, this is not only Christian Achu, as I mentioned mm -hmm. yesterday. So many players. You, you might have heard a story that um, a Turkish goalkeeper has died. In fact, his teammate is a Ghanaian. A former player of uh, Ochiman Planes. I was made to understand that yeah, they also suffered, but he's he's quite okay. Um, yeah. I spoke to um, his manager in Ghana, who told me that oh, his player is fine. He's okay. got so many players over there, but he says that they are fine. And in fact, he had even made arrangement for uh, his players to be taken away from uh, where the incident happened to okay. Istanbul, so they'll, they'll, they'll be safe. Thank you very much, Moftal Nadila. Uh, we continue to pray that uh, Christian Achu will be found and found alive. That's how we wrap up tonight's edition of Newsnight. Um, we have Strong and Sassy coming up. I am MFR Paul. Hey, my name is Evans Benza. Hey, what are you talking Hi, about? Hi, Evans. Now? How are you? I'm doing well. Happy Val's Day in advance. Mm. Mm. Is I don't it know too how early to for <laughs> I mean, how do you respond to that? Is it same oh, to you? I, I guess. Okay. I mean, same, same to you. But why Happy Val's Day by I the I mean, I'm a crummy when I'm wishing somebody happy Val's Day. I take, I take, I take, I take it. February is the month of love. The whole month. In it, yeah. The whole month. So today we're talking about spicing up your relationships because... You know, like when you've been with somebody for a long time, or even not that long, then there's a lot of familiarity and you kind of get used granted. to them and then you kind of just get into a lull. So, so you know, we're re-sparking. Mm -hmm. Then we are asking as well that, you know, when the sparks die, should you just move on? Ah. Mm. It's like your car. Every few years you, you change abandon the car. Well, of course, it can spark. I mean, people do. You get new plugs. Oh, you change get a, things. If you can afford to, you get a new car. The question is, is it worth keeping? So, you know, we are exploring <laughs> all the dynamics of, of um, I have a lot to say. You have a lot to say. to say in your head. Mm. That's not good for your head. Yeah. Mm, nice. Anyway, Keep so stay tuned. Um, we're right <laughs> after MFI and Evans. Thank you guys so much. We'll be listening. Mm.